0: Episode 36, Realism Sports Talk, back at you. Uh, We're going to talk about NFL draft recap, college teammates reunited, the fantasy football impact, Aaron Rodgers wants out. So if he's going out, what team's going to get him? I got seven teams um, that I think can possibly get him. Um, NFL playoffs are coming, the play-in tournament's coming. Ain't nobody liking it all of a sudden because they getting scared they getting scared, but from a fan's perspective, we love it. We love it. And, of course, for the 5 4 chopper, we got to have the Major League Baseball talk. We're going to go around to all the divisions, talk about who's hot, who's not, and what's going on. <clears throat> of course, we're going to start off with that draft. The draft is what it was for being a Washington fan. It's what it was. All hype, no nothing. Um, I mean, we address needs. But we didn't address the biggest need we had. And we had opportunities to do it. So as a Washington fan, I'm used to being let down. So, hey, we're going to go from there. But the 49ers started it off. I think everybody knew about Jacksonville and the Jets, which way they were going to go. But, hey, the 49ers pulled the the trigger. They said, hey, we got Jimmy G for a year. Trey Lance is the future. We're going to roll the dice. Shanahan said, if anybody can do it. I can do it because I'm the quarterback guru. And I'll tell you what, I think he can do it. I think that's a great pick. I think that's a way better pick than Mac Jones. Like I said, I was never high on Mac Jones. I thought he was going to be low for my squad, and he almost made it there. But we'll get to that. You know what I mean? So 49-6 Trey Lance. That's a big, big decision they made. But I think it's a smart one, man. I think it's a smart one. I mean, I just think it's one of them things that could turn out to be a gigantic home run. Um, Another big thing was Atlanta. What they going to do? They stuck they good with Matt Ryan like I said they should be. They did what I thought. And they took Kyle Pitts, the best player in the draft. The most unique player. I mean, especially with this whole Julio trade talk. You got yourself another weapon for Matt Ryan. And he is a stud. He could be that big playmaker in case Julio's gone. Because of the money and all this stuff. But Kyle Pitts, I think he's going to be somebody that's a star from day one. Um, another big one, I think, is the Jets, and I know, and, and maybe I shouldn't say winner, but these two decisions they took in the first and second pick, they took their quarterback and then they yeah. took their offensive lineman, and I think if both of them, both of them hit, both of them hit, they could change their whole organization. The Jets have been, they've been, they've been mediocre at the best and way below lately for a while now, but these two picks could change their whole organization because they, if they hit on these. You're gonna start seeing more people wanting to come in free agency. Oh, oh it's gonna feel good being a J-E-T-E-S-J-J-Jets. You know what I mean? Um, Patriots, they pat. Patriots do what Patriots do. And they got there, man. I mean, it's one of the best organizations ever. I mean, they just they just do and do and do. They get rid of you when when you when they think you're done. I mean, they're just a smart organization, man. And they waited, and Mac Jones just fell in their lap. By hook or crook. Patriots come through. Um, the Steelers, I know people say they don't want to draft running backs in the first round. But the way Steeler football is, I think Najee Harris is a perfect fit. And I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sorry, Keith. Where you been at, Keith? I ain't seen you in a minute, man. Holla back. But um, yeah, man, I think he's a perfect fit for them. I think he's going to be scary good in that system. Um, I mean, look what Liv Bell did. I think he can catch the ball just like that. You know Connor couldn't do all those type things. I think Najee Harris is gonna be one of them dudes. And the biggest one, of course, this they did—they did, they did what my organization wouldn't do. They moved up a couple spots and they got possibly the second best quarterback in the field, Justin Fields. And I just knew the Redskins could do it. Sorry, the Washington Football Team would do it. And then I said, why would we do it? We, we're not that smart. Um, so, hey, you know, Chicago, good for you, good for you, Um hey, good job for you, that's my dad's team, he likes them, so, I know Ronald, I know you happy, Ronald, Ronald's cheesing like a man, <laughs> but that's good for them, you know, but hey, good job, Chicago, I just hope that y'all can keep him healthy and everything else with Mad Nagy running y'all's plays, I don't know. But we saw a whole lot of like college teammates coming together. It was kind of crazy seeing this. It's like, is this a storyline? Is this a book? People picking and choosing who they want to add? It was crazy. So my question to y'all is, you know, uh, send a comment here. Uh, tweet me, email me, you know, text me, whatever, call me. You know how y'all do. Um, which duo is going to have the biggest impact? Of course, we got Trevor Lawrence. And, I mean, y'all can say what y'all want to say. About Travis Etienne getting drafted that high. I think he should get drafted like that. But to the Jaguars, y'all got, y'all got the rookie of the year, James Robinson. Undrafted out of nowhere, destroying everybody. And as a fantasy football lover like me, and Brandon had him in another league too. We was loving some James Robinson, y'all. James Robinson. And they had Carlos Hyde. No, Carlos Hyde's a journeyman, but still. You you got insurance, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Didn't you draft Etienne so high? Why is that? Because Trevor Lawrence said, he'll get my boy. You know what I'm saying? So we got Lawrence and Etienne. We got Tua and Waddle, who should have probably won the husband if he didn't get hurt. Um, Brandy, you got a stud there. I don't know why you're so mad. And then we got Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, his boy. I think they're going to be electrifying. Electrifying. And then you got Devonta Smith and um, Jalen Hurts. So out of those, who we think is going to be? The best ones. I'm honestly gonna go with I'm not gonna go with Hurt and Devonta because I don't think Hurt's gonna be throwing it like that, getting them the yards like that. Um and Lawrence and ETN, I don't know how much ETN's gonna be in the field. it gonna be a third down back, He's gonna be what? And Trevor Lawrence is gonna go through growing pains with that Jacksonville team. So it's between it's between all the, the LSU and Alabama. But if I had to pick, if I had to pick one. Even though Joe Burrow throws the ball, and he threw the ball so many times last year, um, he's got some other receivers out there. He's got a couple of good, another two other good receivers out there. And two, I mean, I think Tua with, with Waddle's speed, I think Tua and Waddle's gonna have the biggest impact. Honestly, I think so because the running game, who y'all, I mean, who y'all got? Miles Gaskins, you know what I'm saying? Miles Gaskins. Yeah, I don't think they addressed that too much. So I think Tua and is going to, have to be throwing the ball. And plus I feel like they're going to come up with some little stuff or get Waddle the ball. Get that bird of the ball real quick. And even if it's a crossing route, little quick stuff. Um, but we'll see. But I think I think um Burrow and Jamar Chase is a close second. I think they'll be right there. Um So go with that. The fantasy football impacts. So we'll just do quarterbacks, pass catchers, and running backs. So the quarterbacks we got, of course, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. Um, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. Who's going to be the biggest one for fantasy? I mean, I don't know how Fields going to get on the field. To tell you the truth. In the beginning. Mac Jones, I don't think he's going to get on the field in the beginning either. So I'm going to go ahead and knock them out and Trey Lance. I'm going to knock them three out. I think Lawrence and Zach Wilson going to be on the field. And I think they both going to have their growing struggles. You know what I mean? So, I mean, but it has to be one of them. So I would probably go with Trevor Lawrence just because of the running and all that. But I'll tell you who my sleeper is. My sleeper for quarterback. Biggest quarterback fantasy. Sleeper. Another guy that um, on my Washington team had a chance to get in the second round. Right there. Sitting right there. Right there. Davis Mills. Stanford. He's right there. Stanford quarterback. Right there. We didn't get him. The Texans got him. And the reason why I say that because the Texans got him. With Deshaun Watson, we'll know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. He might not play. He might not play this year or for the need, foreseeable future. We'll know what's going on with him. And who's their backup? Or maybe the starter? Tyrod Taylor. We saw what happened when a rookie came in there with Tyrod Taylor. That job was gone. So, hey, if Mills come in there, I'm just saying, if he if he only has to beat out Tyrod Taylor, Who knows? Just just to keep a sleeper on that be watching out for that. But I'd have to go with Lawrence probably. Um, I think Wilson's going to start day one too. So both of them starting day one, I think they're going to have the biggest ones. Um, But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. As far as the running backs go, we got Najee Harris, of course. Then we got Javante Williams from UNC. He's going to Denver. He's going to go against Melvin Gordon. You know, how much is he going to play at ETN? Um, for the Jags, what's he going to play? You know, it's Harris by landslide. and he's going to be the starter. I can see in fantasy drafts people drafting him second round. I'm calling right now Najee Harris, second round pick in the fantasy drafts for a 12 or higher league. Sorry, I know the 10 team leagues, you know, maybe not, maybe third round, but 12, 14 teams that I run. I can see him in the second round pick, really, because I think he's going to be the starter, tell you the truth. You know, it's only gonna be two preseason games, so we're not gonna get all this extra, extra. But I think they're gonna have to show their cards earlier. They're gonna have to show their cards early and um put people on the field that they think to be ready for week one. So we'll see how that goes. Now, this is probably the biggest one, the pass catchers. Of course, we got Jamar Chase. We already talked about what he's gonna do, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. Who's gonna be the big, best pass catcher, the biggest impact? None of them. None. None none none. I already told you who the man was gonna be. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is going to lead all the mugs in receiving, receptions, yards, targets, all this stuff. You watch. Kyle Pitts is going to be the man from day one. And you watch. He might be a, since he's a tight end, I'm going to go maybe third round pick. I think his ceiling is third round. His floor is maybe fifth. I think he's going to be that good. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking at Travis Kelsey or... Uh, one of the top, top, top guys in the second round. Some people might take Kelsey in the first round. I'm not. But if you take him in the first round, second round, you looking at, you looking at Kyle Pitts, maybe third, fourth round. I think he's that good. I think he's going to be in the same ballpark as my man in Oakland and all of them getting drafted-wise. You know what I mean? So, we'll see how that goes. We'll see. Um, big news that everybody's talking about. Aaron Rodgers. He's a bad man. Nah, he's a mad man. (laughs) Yo, he wants out. He wants out of Green Bay. But didn't he want out of Green Bay last year? Wasn't he mad about Jordan Love getting drafted last year? Why are you waiting until now? Why are you waiting until y'all went to the playoffs and did all this stuff? You were that close to a Super Bowl. You were that close to a Super Bowl. And now you want out. You want to know why you want out? Because you saw Tom Brady say, I'm out. And I'm going to get my team. And I'm going to pick my players that I want. And then we're going, to go, we're going to do all this stuff. He wants some of that love. He wants some of that love. The problem is, some of these Hall of Famers are saying he wants too much love. And he wants it at too much time. Warren Moon, Hall of Famer. It used to be for the Oilers. I used to love watching Warren Moon for the Oilers. And then the Seahawks. You know, CFL legend. Um, he said, it's all about him. Why he, why he announcing all this on draft day? selfish. They said, who always wants a spotlight on him? He's selfish. Terry Bradshaw said, shut up and stop crying. Suck it up. <laughs> and Brett Favre said, he don't see him coming back. He said, he thinks he's done in Green Bay and he'll just sit out. I don't know if he will or not. I don't know if he's going to sit out or not, but maybe the way they talking, maybe so. So I said, hey, suppose Green Bay was like, you know what? We're going to let you go. Kind of like they let Brett Favre go. He said, we're going to roll with the young guy. So who, if they wanted to trade him, who would they trade him to? What would they want in return? So we got got seven teams here. Seven teams, and all of them pretty much have one thing in common, that you're going to get two first-round, at least two first-round picks. You're going to get next year's first, and then the 2023 pick. You know what I mean? So then it comes down to what else are they going to give, what division or conference are they in, and will it make Aaron Rodgers happy? Because I don't think they want to make him happy. I don't think they want to put him in a situation to succeed. Um... But you can't let him walk because if he walks, you saw what Brett Favre did. He said, I'm going to Minnesota. <laughs> so the the number 17 that I have on here is the, the Titans. The Titans could offer up the 22 23 first round pick and Ryan Tannehill. Is that something that the Green Bay would be intrigued by? I'm like, I don't think they're intrigued by that. What, what do they want that for? You know, number six would be Cleveland. Yeah, you're going in the AFC. You can get back Baker and Njoku. It was a good tight end, too. And then you get those two first-round picks again. My thing with that trade scenario is... Baker's fifth-year option got picked up. So, after this, you got to pay him now. So, you're obviously not going to pay him. So, he's just going to walk. Or you make this trade and then try to trade Baker to somebody else. Washington. Washington. I'll take him. I'll take him. Washington. You know what I mean? If you have a scenario like that where you can go ahead and flip... Go ahead and flip Baker. Keep Njoku because you can use him as a tight end. But if you can flip Baker into something else, like a first or something like that and get three first, maybe that's intriguing. But you are going to be putting Aaron Rodgers on the team that can win the Super Bowl. And I don't think they want to do that. So that's why they're number six. Number five, I had the Raiders. I had them low only because that's a team that Aaron Rodgers said he would go to. They don't want to put him on nowhere he wants to go to. But their team's not very good. Um... And they're in the AFC West where they're going to have to battle the Chargers. And then they got to go against Patrick Mahomes twice a year. So, you could be putting them in a, in a division like that. Kind of like, ha, 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 ha. Go battle him now. You know what I mean? So, you, know, you can get Derek Carr and those two picks. And they can actually give you a second round pick too. But you would be giving them a team that he wanted to go to. So, we'll see about that. The third team would be... Oh, no. The fourth team would be the Giants. You get your two first round picks. And then you can get a... Um, Another first round pick from the Bears and Darius Slayton. So I started looking at that. I'm like, you get your two picks, then you get another first round pick. So you would get two first round picks next year plus your own. So three first round picks. And then one after that and Darius Slayton. Another wide receiver. That was intriguing to me. But the only bad thing is you're putting them in the NFC and with a stud running back like Saquon Barkley, you know, and with Galladay. I don't want to see that happen. <laughs> All right, number three would be the Dolphins. You're putting them in the AFC far away. It would be a three-way trade. They said the um, Steelers would be in there. So they would, get, they would get two first-round picks for next year, another first-round pick in 23, uh, and a fifth-round pick. And then Tua would go to the Steelers. So the Steelers basically are giving away a first-round pick to get Tua. You know what I mean? But... The Packers would get three first-round picks. I think that's very intriguing for them to do that. I think that's very intriguing for all of the above to do that. You know, And you're putting them in the AFC. So you're putting them away from you. And that's a, that's a spot that could happen, man. You go from the coldest chunk in Lambeau Field to Miami. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that'd be crazy. Number two, in which most people are saying it should be number one, Denver Broncos. I mean, the Denver Broncos, here we go again. Broncos getting another legendary, trying to win you a Super Bowl. But they're talking about giving up the two picks, 22, 23 first round picks, and Patrick Sertan, who was this year's number nine pick. So you're basically getting three first round picks because you're getting a stud in Patrick Sertan. And you're getting Tim Patrick, who's another uh, solid wide receiver, and then Drew Locke. Drew Locke, you can do whatever you want to do with him. You can let him walk, it doesn't really matter. Or you can try to trade him with somebody else, a sucker team like Washington. <laughs> I don't know, but I think that Denver move probably has the most steam behind it, unfortunately. But my number one team, because I'm selfish and it's me, is Washington. I love it. We give away the 22-23 first-round pick. And then we could do a 22-23, 22-23 second-round pick. So you get four top-notch picks. Our stud defensive tackle, I can't pronounce his name so much. I want to butcher it on here. And Ryan Fitzpatrick. So Ryan Fitzpatrick knows that he would go there be the backup. And mentor, which he's always been doing. Um, but if not, you get rid of them whatever you want to do. So those are my teams. What y'all think about that. Um, it's tough. It's tough. I think Denver has the leg up right now. If they even trade we're Talk about not trading. But if they do trade him, then Denver, my Washington squad, or Miami. I think those are the top three to be able to pull the trigger. Um, just for what they can get back from. And where they can send him. Uh, NBA playoffs about to come on. NBA playoffs are coming. The play-in tournament that everybody's complaining about. But it's funny how everybody's complaining about it now because all these big teams might fall themselves in that 7, 8, 9, 10 spot, including my Lakers. Um, so the teams that better stay away from this, this play-in tournament, the number one team is the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers in a one-and-done scenario could be knocked out. LeBron ain't healthy is going to miss two more games. AD just came back. Who knows what else? If they're 100 percent they have no continuity. Um, you know, Dennis Schroeder's hurt for an extended period of time now. We don't want to be in the playing tournament. We don't want to play in the tournament because we could lose to any of these squads out here. Because if you look at the look at the look at the teams at, at the bottom. You know, nobody wants to play Golden State. No. Nobody wants to play Golden State. Portland in the first round. Those two teams are highly explosive. And in a one-game set, Dame can score 50. Steph Curry can score 50. You don't want to play against either one of them. So it's going to be tough. Um, In the eastern side, tell you what, you better watch out for Miami and Boston because if they wind up playing the 76ers in the first round, 76ers don't want that problem in the first round. They don't want them problems at all. And honestly, the Nets don't want to play either one of them either. More like Miami than Boston, because Boston's been so... I don't know what Boston's been doing, but Miami got tough Jimmy Butler and some people that ain't scared out there. So, if, them, if they battle against the 76ers or the Nets, they don't want to see them in the first round. Um, And Utah and Phoenix in the West, they don't want to play Portland or Golden State in the first round. <laughs> Believe that. Um, Intriguing storylines going on. The Bucks just beat the Nets for the second time in three days. Giannis is averaging 40 points against the Nets this year. Is that just regular season stuff or what? Because I see him and Kevin Durant at the end of last night's game jawing at each other, running in their mouth. Kevin Durant's been real chippy all of a sudden. He get real chippy when his teams are loaded, don't he? When your teams are loaded, your mouth starts running, buddy. Whatever. But, hey, I'll tell you what. We got number four seed New York Knicks, number five seed Atlanta Hawks. Imagine if they played in the first round. The winner of that series would go to the second round. Who who would have ever thought you say, hey, the Knicks gonna make it to the second round of the playoffs? Or you'd be like, hey, Atlanta Hawks are gonna make it to the second round of the playoffs. Nobody would have said that, yeah. But it could happen. And they're all in spots to do it. Um back to my Lakers. i tell you what, when we get in the play, if we get in the playoffs, I don't want to play none of the, I don't want to be the number five going against the Clippers. I don't want to play no, I want to play Denver in the first round. <laughs> Even though they got size to match up with us, as far as scoring-wise, with Jamal Murray gone, I feel like nobody's going to score 50 on us. I feel like nobody's going to steal a game scoring 50, and I feel like that would be the safest matchup in the first round. But going forward after that, I mean, it's crazy, man. You got the Clippers in four. You got, I mean, what is going on? Utah and Phoenix are separated by a half a game. Half a game for the first in the league, not the West in the league. In the West, is the cream of the crop. You know, so this is crazy to me. Chris Paul needs to get the MVP love. He needs to get some love, 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 love. Devin Bucker, you need to be a Laker. You need to be a Laker, Devin Bucker, and come on with it. You know, so, I mean, this it's crazy stuff going to the NBA right now. But it's fun. It's fun. I'm going to enjoy watching all that. alright five four zero right, 5-4-0 this is for you, baby. Baseball talk. Baseball talk real quick. We're going to go through the divisions. We're going to talk about things. We're going to start with the toughest division in baseball. And that's, the, that's our NL East. I am a Mets fan, of course, and he's a Nats fan. So here's your Nats talk, Drew. Here's your Nats talk. The Nats in first place, toughest division. They won four in a row, and 7 they're 73 in the last 10. But in the whole division, it's decided by two and a half games. That's how tight that division is, man. It's crazy. But I tell you what, our pitching is strong, and my Mets offense is coming. So believe that. Mets are coming. NL Central, you got the Cardinals and Brewers at the top. The Cardinals have won five in a row. You know, division the whole division is decided by four and a half games, so that division is tough. NL West, the Dodgers were running away with it. They lead the league in um, uh, run differential. They're plus thirty nine in run different run differential. It's crazy, but they're four four and twelve in their last sixteen games. What's going on with them Dodgers, yo? They were running away with the division. Now they're stuck in a battle with the Giants and the Padres. And the Giants are plus 25 and the Padres are plus 15 to run differential. So they are swinging the bats. The NOS is his bat city out there. They are swinging it. So it's not all the teams we thought it was always going to be. So hey, that's what it is. Um, uh, AL East is decided about three games. Um, Yankees were the favorites. Boston's Doing great in there. Hey, but the Yankees have won three straight, so watch out. AL Central, the White Sox have the third-best run differential. The White Sox are coming. It's crazy. AL, AL West, Oakland, second-best record, second best record in baseball. But who else is in the division? Those cheating rascals, those buzzer-chest guys, those Astros. They have the second-best run differential. And it's so crazy how they were cheating and get caught cheating in all this. Win a World Series next year. They lose and almost go to World Series again. And they're still banging. And they're still doing good. <laughs> it's crazy. And this, this series they're having this week or whatever this week with the Yankees. Yo, them Yankee fans are giving it to them, yo. Giving it to them. It's crazy. Um, Yeah, man. It's crazy. We, but I enjoy